Hello and welcome to the Live Day Live podcast. I'm the host, Nina, and in each episode, I have a conversation with a guest about one of their passions or an experience that marked their life. In this episode, Izzy Lienard will talk about her passion, which is theater. Izzy is a theater student and is currently working on a new project. How are you doing? Hi, Nini Nina. Yeah, good, thank you. So, Izzy, I'll give you the opportunity to introduce yourself in a few seconds. But before, I like to always explain how I know the guest. So, Izzy and I have actually known each other for a long time. I, I don't know how many years, probably like 10, more than 10, I would say even. I don't know if you remember the year it yeah, was maybe probably. 11. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because Isa and I both lived in Mexico, and I remember you were the one of the first person I I met when I arrived in Mexico. So it was quite a quite a long time ago, and it's very interesting now to do this episode with you because I also saw how you became more and more interested with theater. So it's nice to talk about it uh, with you today. So could you introduce yourself? So maybe say where you're from, how old you are, anything you want to say? Yes. So I'm Ize, I'm 21 years old, and I'm French, but I lived seven years in, in Mexico, well, um, three years in Guadalajara, and three years and a half in Mexico, and then I came back to France, to Paris, and I stayed five years before to go back again to Indonesia and I lived there one year before to come back <laughs> again to Paris and and there I started my studies that's why I came back actually mm-hmm. okay great okay so today we're gonna talk about theater which is your passion could you tell us about your first experiences if I may say in the world of theater do you remember your first theater experience for example the first play you saw the first, I don't know, book you read, the first role you played, anything basically that shows how you started to be in that theater world? Yes, I remember the first time I like met the theater. I was in primary school and a drama teacher came to our class to make us play uh, La Cigale et la Fourmi, the mm-hmm. Jean de la Fontaine. And so we just, I don't remember how did we play it, but I, I remember that I felt like something, I was really good at that, at that place, at that moment. And I felt really free and okay. I was a kid quite uh, shy. And, mm-hmm. and there I just didn't feel my shy with other people. And I was like, oh, well, I like it. <laughs> and then I stopped during a few years and I just, like four years, and I was looking at my brother in, in a class, in a drama class, and I was like, wow, that's wonderful. I want to do it too. And he stopped and I started. And I was like, oh, we could have done it together, but well, he just didn't want to to continue and so I, I continued and I never stopped because it 
became like um, I, I want to say a necessity, but it's maybe too much. But I really was waiting for my cl drama class, and I was just okay. I want to do this more and more, mm -hmm. and I want to do it like really not just not just to enjoy. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't like an just an activity after school, but it was really something you wanted to. Yeah do outside of school also and uh, you said your first experience was like during school that you had a drama teacher did you already know uh, when you had that first experience that you were going to love theater or did it go kind of slowly it, it was quite a dilemma mm -hmm. for me because I was quite shy and and I liked that and so I was do I really want to do that am I capable or not And that's why I waited so much time. And actually, we studied theater, but like the literature at school, and I didn't like it. <laughs> I really didn't like French classes, and I didn't like to read. Now I do like, but before I didn't. I, I didn't like how we... how we Yeah, like how you approached the uh -huh. theater. But... Mm -hmm. But I really like the practice. Yeah, I was going to ask you actually, what is the thing you like the most about theater? I think you already answered it a little when you said that um, it's good maybe for people who are shy. And it's something that you hear quite a lot. Like I know me in the past, I've heard also that theater is nice for people who uh, want to practice maybe speaking skills or who are a bit shy. So you talked about that aspect. Could you tell us maybe... Also, what you, it's a simple question, but what you like about theater? I like um, a lot of things about, <laughs> uh, about theater. That's one of the things that I like, the, the fact that it can be a lot of things really different. We can talk about every subject, every topic, and we can do it really differently. And that's quite wonderful. When I make Thing, the thing that maybe I like or I even love most is the like there's something close to transcendent and when I finish acting I, I'm like what happened I don't even remember and you are okay I don't know what I did but you just go out and people tell you oh wow it was wonderful and you say okay I don't know what it was but If they say it, like the public is always right. If you if you want to tell them something and and they say no, I didn't say that, but something else. Well, he cannot be wrong. It must be interesting the feeling that you have when you play, and that afterwards, like you were saying, the public comes to you and tells you, oh, I felt this and this, and then you're like, oh, but that's not really what I was thinking about. And then it must be interesting to see how when you play, then people might perceive things differently. And I think that's really interesting. I mean, I'm not an expert on theater, but from what I understand, that's kind of what you were trying to, to say. And I, I guess then also you probably think a lot about maybe your, your plays and your characters and what people, what the public says. Is that also part of what you like in theater? Yeah, it's quite something uh, that takes time. When you work, like you, you, you're doing okay, uh, that's... The, that's what would do the character and sometimes just it leads you somewhere else and you're like 
okay, I didn't solve that, but the character is also that and also that. And I like each time, it's not just a repetition like this and just doing the same thing you did last, last time. Just you, you, you go each time deeper. It's quite like an archaeologist looking mm -hmm. for something which is buried and it's just a discovery. Even when, when a player is already played uh, in front of public, you always are looking for more things and still like an explorator. And I love this. <laughs> yeah, that's an interesting uh, comparison. I didn't really think about this before. And also we're going to talk about your studies because you actually study theater right now. But before, I would like to ask you why theater and not why, like, for example, acting at the cinema? Because I'm guessing that's probably a question you might have had in the past. What, why did you choose to continue theater and maybe not go into acting more like for movies or stuff like that? Actually, I didn't renounce to cinema. Mm -hmm. But at first, I always said, like, I want to do theater more because there is something... I think more human. What I also really like in theater, it's you're always exchanging with people. And at cinema, of course, you have some people in front of you. Um, there is the director and the all, all people, the script, and, uh, and there's a lot of people. But there's the just the, the camera that is an object between you and the public. And just in theater, yes, it's more like dangerous but you have like a sen different sensation because you only can do it once and it's over and if you miss something you have to continue and and there's something like more maybe like an athlete that cannot just say okay i i stop and i i start again um so that's why i choose the theater because because of that Uh, proximity with the public um, but I actually I had one or two experiences with cinema and it's really different and I I also like it but a little bit less okay yeah that's a interesting explanation and in terms of your studies because a lot of young people when they're in high school or when they want to figure out what they want to do later in life, if they want to go to university or not go to university, what work they want to do, it's always like a stressful time. I think when you're like, I don't know, 17, 18 or even younger or older, how did you experience that thinking process of not knowing where you want to go? And did you know for sure you wanted to go into a theater or were you hesitant? How, how did it go? I was quite sure that I wanted to do theater, but indeed it's like not an, an easy way or a classic way because my family is not like my two parents are not in, in arts. Even if they accept it, it was like, are you sure you want to do that? And to me, it was, it was quite difficult at first to say, okay, I want to do that. But once I, I tell them, it was like, yes, that's what, what I want to do. I was like thinking, what could I do? And I was really um, afraid to be annoyed. Um, when I was at school, it was like I was the, that kid at the back of the class and just 
drawing, listening to the, the teacher and I wasn't a, like a bad kid or, or even I had good grades, but I was always drawing and, and dreaming <laughs> and looking at the window. And, and so I was, I cannot do anything that it's not like me. So something where my body is involved, something where my creativity is also involved. But I did hesitate in at, at first because I also like so to draw and to paint and do more like graphic arts. And so I, I was maybe, ah, uh, theater is maybe more um, uh, unsure than, than what can provide graphic arts uh, studies because mm -hmm. there are some jobs, you know, uh, where you can work after in in companies and so finally I said like if I want to to work really in theater I cannot do it like off time so mm -hmm. I just start and and after I was like I cannot do anything else and I wanted more and more and more because I started at university and so it was a lot of theory and I was in a conservatoire But I had like six hours of practice at the week and I was, I want more, it's not enough. And I had 20 hours of theory and, and then I went to the next level in the conservatory and that's where I'm now. It's my second year, so I was mm -hmm. there last year and last year I finished my licence. Which is like the bachelor, yeah in theater at the university and then I stop university right now and I continue the conservatory and I just do practice and the theory I go look for it but by myself like with books I also go for what I want and not just doing essays because a teacher asks me for it but I just go for what I want and yeah. what I need and it's more it has more sense to me Sometimes I think even if, for example, you want to read a book, if you decide you want to read a book, it's going to be different than if the teacher assigns you to read the book and tells you, okay, you have to write an essay on that book. So I understand what you mean. And I, uh, yeah, I also understand that sometimes it can be a bit frustrating, maybe if you want to have more practice, but then you're like kind of stuck in the theory or you have to do a lot of uh, theory. So yeah, it's interesting also to, to know a little bit how you can study theater because maybe a lot of people don't really know what it's like or like what do you do basically if you want if you decide that you want to work in the theater um, field people might wonder okay so what's the first step you know what do I do in your case for example you were saying that you were at the conservatory so like conservatoire and um, that you also did uh, like a bachelor is that kind of like the um, if I may say like the, I don't want to use the word normal, but kind of like the path that most people follow when they want to do theater. Do you know a little bit like what are the options? It depends because there's like theater schools and there you have like more practice and you have the private schools that you pay a lot. <laughs> the most famous is Cours Florent in France, but it's quite Cours uh, Florent, you can you can have really good classes, like you can have really bad classes, and because also you have groups of 30 people, and 
and sometimes everyone is not involved as you and it can be quite frustrating at least is what, what I heard from friends who went there um, so I didn't do a private school because to me it was important to to stay in public because we have in France a um, big separation between private and public theater and to me theater must be public and you, mm -hmm. you cannot just um, monetize it and so the, there was that possibility that mm -hmm. I didn't took. I made a, indeed a, a bachelor of theater. It was quite like an, an agreement with my parents because they say, okay, you do that, but you have to have a bachelor because it can be useful. And I was like, I don't think that in theater job, it's something really important. But finally, one of my teachers says that to to teach the theater, you, she, she had a bachelor in it permits her to to win some time to 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 can be a teacher so I said okay <laughs> why not and and actually it allows me to to have a, a good theory about the other and so to know also some authors and and it's really important too right now I'm in a conservatory which is regional and I want to pass to a national school and so uh, the theory and the knowledge about theater and history, it's one of the criteria to, to can enter to, to that school. It's good that I, that I made that, that uh, bachelor. And I, I knew some people too, because that job is really about um, people that you met. Yeah, it's good to make contacts also, I guess. Yeah. That's why you're... Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So now we talked a bit about the theory in your studies and doing the bachelor, but when we prepared this episode, you also talked to me about the practical projects, I guess, if we can call them like that, that you do outside of your studies. So they're not, if I understand, they're not linked to your studies. They're like opportunities you have outside. So it relates to what you were saying about the contacts that it's important to know people so that you might be invited to participate in a project. Could you maybe explain a little bit what those projects are? Could you explain maybe what are the major differences between working as a professional compared to working as an amateur? Yes, um, like just literally it's uh, amateur is just you are not paid and professionally you are paid. But so I have an experience that it's quite funny because the I made two projects one which was professional because we were supposed to be paid and one which was amateur because we won we didn't we we were not paid but the the amateur one it was like in a in a big theater but we were amateurs the participants the actors but the other it was like just some friends who said okay we were going to, to make um, a project a friend just wrote a well wrote a piece and and he he wanted to to us to to play it and so we play it in a small festival and so we we get paid but but it was like much smaller than the other project where I was amateur but with my two projects it was like the small one it was because of of the people I met in the conservatory 
the big one in the big theater with the professional director. I just saw that project in which it was quite a coincidence. I was at the university and and there was just a an offer to to participate to that performance. And so I just it, it was just some question to to answer. And there was a video to send and quite horrible because I made a video and I was like going to home to to make to 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 just put it in my computer and I my phone was robbed and so I was like no my video and it was impossible to to get it back to get it back Mm -hmm. and because I, I thought that it was in my drive and no so well I had to to do it again and it wasn't really good but well I get I get um choosed so it was good mm-hmm. <laughs> and and it was a a really good experience and we were 40 40 people of my age so between 18 and 22 something like this and in fact one of them is working with me actually in a project that I I'm leading Good. So we're doing a nice transition because I was about to ask you about to ask you some questions about your project. So now um, you can, of course, say more about it. But just to introduce it a little bit, you're doing a project for school. So you're doing your own project. And this time you're not an actor, but you're actually a director. You're directing the project. So I think it's really interesting and I have a lot of questions to ask about that. Um, Before, maybe uh, I start with too many questions you can tell us just simply what the project is so that it gives us a bit of context yes uh it's my exam of of um the from the conservatory and so i have different parts of the exam and one of them is to make a project of 45 minutes maximum um so uh, i can take a piece who's who already exists and make what I want to do but just in 45 sec- uh, minutes but I choose to write it or at least to experiment something <laughs> I don't know and so it's really experience and only that but I, I choose uh, when I choose my actress I, I told them like it's only experience and like more lab- a laboratory and so that friend who was with me we in in the project we we made in the theater the big theater um he wrote i write but just a little bit and so i i was like i'm not i'm not um ready to write a, a, a whole piece so i asked him and i proposed him uh, the the subject and it, it's about dreams and utopia and the moment when a child like becomes an adult well it's a period of course but it's about that and of course it's it's the moment um, uh, who corresponds to us because we are all between um, 20 and 27 years old so it's quite a, a period when we're looking who do we want to be like adults and and so he was yes that that topic really really talks to me so he was just okay to do the to the, that work and the the actress too and so we just 
go to that experience <laughs> together. It's yeah. I, I really talk it, it about it like an experience because we're experiencing what we call in French écriture de plateau. So it's um I don't know the word in English, but it's like you don't have a piece already written and you you just learn the text like this and you play it but you you work with improvisations about a topic and then the director and the author um well some somebody who who writes is going to take that material and then the author is going to write a new a new text so actually it's hard to talk about an author because the comedian the actors are themselves the authors of that text too yeah yeah it's in, i think it's an interesting method i didn't know about it before you explained to me what it is um but it's really not just improvisation it's like the actor improvising and then the director or the person writing the text uh gets inspiration basically from that improvisation if i understand correctly and then writes the text according to the improvisation yeah exactly yeah. some some parts can be exactly what the actors said during the improvisation if mm -hmm. it has like his place but it can also just be an inspiration indeed okay cool okay that's cool so now just to summarize everything so you're working on your own project you have to make a play of 45 minutes you're using écriture de plateau so we looked it up we don't know what it is in english what is the mm -hmm. translation um, but it's the method with the improvisation that we just talked about and uh, you're directing this play. So now you're still in the beginning, right? You haven't started actually uh, writing the play or did you already start? Well, uh, we started the process with the improvisations since mm -hmm. October okay. or maybe more December because of the situation, sometimes we couldn't see each other. So we started the, that work without um without seeing together mm -hmm. uh-huh so we we started to talk a, a lot about the the topic and also so i have three actresses and to play one character and it's like the process of that character with with all his its dreams and utopias and and the confrontation with the reality too and so it was like why that why that character would have three bodies and we we talked a lot about that and i and so that friend who who wrote too and one of the the actresses proposed some scenes and so we have some some text but i think it's not the text we are going to to keep at at the end and actually right now it's like the moment we're really in the the moment of the writing so mm. i'm not the one who is taking the, the big part i give some some small parts or i'm like directing where where we can go but it's that friend who's named clement bradillon who is writing the piece okay and um So you told me then that piece should be ready by June, is that it? So you should perform the, the, yes. the play in June? Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. The, actually, we have a, a date really since <laughs> the beginning. We have like, it's the 23rd June. And so 
uh, I said since the beginning, okay, in March, we have to, to, to finish the, the text and how, what do we do with that text? Yeah, we're right now writing the text. Okay, great. Yeah, I think the, the topic is very interesting. So I can't wait to hear more about it. And to end with that project, so I think it would be interesting if you can tell us what, I mean, of course, we can imagine what the differences are, but how does it feel like to work now as a director? Because in the past, you've mostly been an actor and uh, that directing is new to you. Um, actually, I already directed two small pieces okay. in, my, in my conservatory. And I quite liked it, but it's a lot of stress because you you lead everything, so you have to to be perfect in organization. You have to show that you know what to do to don't afraid your actors. Mm -hmm. But it was quite different because I had like a text. But that project is different because that's my choice from A to Z, and. I, I choose everything, just uh, I have one, one thing to respect and it's the time. But I quite like that artistic freedom. But yeah, you also have to be sure of each choice you, you make. But uh, I quite like it. What I most like is the fact of directing the actors because it's like, okay, do you have your intention? Are you sure of that? And you're, you're just uh, helping the actor to, to found his way. You're not like, okay, I know it, you don't know it. Yeah, it's really interesting to see it from the outside because when you are acting sometimes, of course you, you feel when you're in the right uh, intention and if, if you're, at the good place, mm -hmm. but when you are acting, you cannot be totally looking at you playing because at, you, you cannot look at you from the outside. You have to let your instinct um, speak more than your head. And so it's quite interesting to see it from the outside and it's quite powerful too. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure it can also help you as an actor then because if you experience what it's like to be the director of a play and help actors like you were saying it's not a comment but it's more like helping then it might also help you as an actor to know from your experience what you can change or maybe uh yeah just learn from that experience so it's very interesting i think to to do a bit of everything like you were saying like trying acting and then uh, being a director because it's very different at the end um so so that's very nice Great. So now to finish this episode, I think it will be interesting to talk about your vision in theater. So you do have a particular vision and you, I think it will be very interesting if you want to talk about that. So it's particularly about the relation between the actors and the public. Do you want to explain what it is? Yeah, well, there is like the theater in the big theaters and, and you know, um, to be famous and to be the great actor or the great director and something about fame. There is there is also other ways to do it. For example, today I won't say that, but when I started theater before to, to begin my studies, uh, I say I want to do humanitarian theater. 
like to do it in in places with people who can just be refugees of war or something like this. Um, today, it's not what I'm doing. Um, maybe it would continue to interest me, but it's like something I quite forgotten. I remember it some weeks um, before. Um, but, but it exists actually, and there is also some people who go to, to make uh, theater in hospital with people who are just dying and it's just have some joy. And I found that quite interesting to go to see the public who uh, don't, don't come or uh, because they cannot or just because they don't have money or to people who don't know theater too because they have some cliches or some just ignorance because they never had the occasion. Mm -hmm. And even if just 90% of the people you're uh, playing for are just not interested, but maybe just 10% or even less, if there's only one person who for who it can just change life, it's, it's just wonderful. That's the public I want to, to look for and know well, of course, it, it could be really good, and I think I would enjoy to sometimes, well, be in a big production and to go to the big theaters with a history really important. But I, I also want, and I prefer even to 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 go with people really, um, you know, just more. A human or a human in in the sense of um, not people who know what theater is and how it has to be, mm -hmm. but more in they feel something and they see something, they feel it and feel it like mm -hmm. um, more simply and not just because they learn that it has to be like this with people who are less um, maybe educated too because it's. In, the, in those big theaters, there's a public really um, precise who, who is really educated and who knows culture one way. And I think that it's really more vast than, mm -hmm. than that. That, that. That's more the theater I want to do or I'm looking for. Okay, yeah, I think if we want to summarize this, we could say maybe that you want theater to be accessible to anyone and not just like a niche of people, like a group of people that is like, you don't want just like experts of theater to watch your place, but also maybe people that don't know anything about theater and to, and you also want to look for a public that's not purposefully coming to see theater and just is looking at a play. Yeah, I think that's a very interesting um, message that you just shared. And yeah, um, I hope um, you will have the opportunity to do then what, what you like and what you want to do. And it's nice also to see the different perspectives that you were mentioning that in theater you can play maybe for big productions in big uh, theater, um, in big theaters that have a an important history, like you were saying, or there's also like humanitarian theater, or you can 
do theater in schools and hospitals. Yeah, it's interesting to hear about those different experiences that you can have. So um, I guess it's also a mixed of all, right? That you don't want to do only one thing, but just do a bit of everything. Yes, I think that they are all really interesting. But if I had to choose one, I would choose indeed some a kind of theater that is more universal. Yeah, I think it was very interesting that in this episode we talked about many different aspects of theater. So first we started really with your passion and how you discover theater and then more about like the studies that you can do um, because maybe some people are listening to this episode and want to do theater but they don't really know where to start or what to do and also the differences between being an actor being a director as well as your vision I think it was very um, very like we had a very complete view of theater so thank you very much for Uh, joining me today on this episode and talk about your passion. I think it was very interesting. And maybe I don't know if you have a last word that you would like to say to people who like theater but don't know if they should follow that path and don't know if they should um, become an actor. Yes, I think that, well, it depends on what you want to do. But if you want to have this like for yourself, you have to do it because... If that's when you, what you want to do, you just go for it. And if that's what you want to do for life, like just your job and everything, that's the same. Even, well, um, it depends on people, but I'm, I really think that if you want to do one thing, like you have only one life and just try and you will see if it's not that you, you won't be lost. And you, you learn a lot about well, about that art, of course, but even about yourself. And even if after you, you finally say, okay, that's not what I want to do, at least you, you will have that, that bag with you, <laughs> which, which will help you. If that's really what you want to do, try it and you will see. And if you fail, just don't give up. Yeah, I think that's an important message. They're not just in terms of theater but in general to to anyone so for me it was very interesting to hear more about theater because it's an art that I don't know too well even though I did have some experiences um but yeah I it makes me want to go watch a play now unfortunately we can't do that because of COVID but I hope soon we'll be able to watch theater again and go to watch plays So thank you, Ize, for joining me on this episode. I hope you had a nice time. I was very happy to do this episode with you. Do you want to share maybe an Instagram account that people can follow if they want to hear more about you? Uh, yes, thank you very much, Nina. Uh, yes, it's an Instagram um, in the process of being created. And it's named underscore dot revancouleur dot underscore. And so Revancouleur is R-E-V-E-E-N-C-O-U-L-E-U-R. Okay, great. Thank you very much. So it's not created yet, but I'm sure there will be great things on it. Um, do you want to say quickly what it's about? Because it's not a personal account. It's an account where you're gonna, um, that's going to be associated to a theater, right? Yes, I'm going to make an illustration about the text and I will read that text. Okay, great. Thank you very much, Izzy. Thank you very much, Nina. 
And thank you everyone for listening to this episode. Don't forget to listen to the previous episodes if you haven't yet. And I'll see you soon on another episode. Bye.